0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our latest episode of Captain's Corner. We have the four Columbia football captains with us today. Landon Beatty, Mike Hinton, Markham Paukoun, and Kyle Kastner. Uh, So, Columbia coming off its uh, big win over Brown, clinches a 500 record, one more game to go against Cornell. Uh, Kyle, we're going to start with you. Uh, First of all, congratulations, Ivy League co-offensive player of the week, uh, tied the school record with five touchdowns accounted for three rushing that's two passing too. talk a little bit about that experience and and how special uh, that game was for you
1: I mean it was a great feeling and it's even better when you get to share it with with the team and the people you care most about and we've we've been through so much as a team this whole season and to come into Brown and uh, be not where we wanted to be at halftime and then come out the second half uh, really dominant Um, it was it was an awesome feeling just to Put everything together, both offensive and defensive, defensively, and uh, especially for the seniors, being towards the end of the game, getting everyone into the game. It was just, it was an all-around awesome day, and it was, it was, it was a good feeling.
0: And you know, you talked about the halftime, not a couple more big plays by Brown and things like that. Coach Bagnoli pointed out those were things that weren't even on tape that you guys weren't even ready for. Really, um, it sounded like they kind of gave it to you guys at halftime. Now that happens probably more often than you think you know in a locker room and, and things like that What what is it specifically that made this speech stick out and kind of motivated you guys in the second half mike you want to start yeah um
2: i'll tell you what um i mean <laughs> the coaches usually like during the game at halftime they don't really yell that much and so the fact that they came in with like a lot of energy during halftime kind of like energized the team kind of motivated us like as seniors we have to realize like it's the last time we are like playing like an away game you know it's the last time i played at this field and so we definitely wanted to come out with a different type of momentum and i think that really kind of brought the team together so
0: what was it like for the defense especially once the offense gave you guys the lead uh to be able to play aggressive and kind of pin your ears back and be able to get after the quarterback like that
3: i mean we knew that the first half was kind of an anomaly we gave up three big players and that's kind of been the Achilles heel the last two weeks. And at halftime, Coach Ferraro came in pretty, um, pretty fired up and uh, let us know that th- this isn't the defense that uh, we prided ourselves on the last three years. And um, look, he says it all the time. And uh, we know it as the defense when all 11 of us are doing this on the same page and doing our, our assignment, not doing any more, not doing any less. Um, we're one of the best defenses in the Ivy League. And um, it just kind of... Uh, like one person, two people weren't doing the jobs that they needed to be doing and um, big plays happened, you know, and so coming out in the second half, we kind of were fueled by um, the offense coming out pretty hot. Um, We, we loved the, uh, I don't know, I I was, I was pumped up by how dominant the offensive line was um, and giving Kyle the opportunity to run for so many yards and so many touchdowns and um, you kind of feel the uh, or feel the momentum that uh, they bring. And on defense, you kind of just get amped up and it kind of crushes the other team's will when you kind of bring that energy on both sides of the ball. And um, I was fired up seeing Joe Scowden pointing at D lineman, especially after that. Uh, that uh, trick play—I remember seeing him point at a O lineman and shrug his shoulder, or a D lineman shrug his shoulders, saying that's what happened. So <laughs> um, I was pretty fired up with that, and we f- we feed off each other, and um, it just so happened that the offense was clicking on all cylinders, and we knew that defensively we gave up too much, and we had to stop it at that.
0: Mike, I want to ask you one more question. When you know you guys were getting to the quarterback pretty much at will in that second half. What's that feeling like when you just know you, you're going to get by the offensive line and put that pressure on the quarterback and make them make the mistakes like the, they did on Saturday?
2: Yeah, I mean, it feels, like, really good. Um, as a D lineman, it's like they always have to try like pin your ears back and just go get them. And, like, we knew Brown, they passed the ball, like, 75% of the time, so we knew coming in it would be a heavy passing game. And just having the ability to get to the quarterback at will I kind of, like, demoralized the offensive line. Because they knew that they couldn't really block us in a lot of cases. And even when we didn't get a sack, it was a lot of times we got QB pressure, QB hits that impacted throws, that made him make bad decisions, that ultimately got our defense off the field.
0: Can you carry any of that momentum into Saturday's game, or is that kind of a week to week thing? How, how do you kind of? Build off of that and try to finish out the season on a high note.
2: Yeah, I mean, so it definitely cares in the practice, I think, coming up with that swag, with that energy. I mean, Coach Edwards always reminds us the D line. Like, you got to flush the win, but remember what you did, remember the good plays that you made, and carry that into Tuesday, into Wednesday, into Thursday. And so, Saturday, we know that we're more than capable to be that Cornell offensive line.
0: All right, so let's turn the page and look ahead to Cornell, umpire Staples senior day. The Saturday, 1 p.m., uh, Columbia Cornell. Like we talked about at the beginning, uh, winning season on the line would be the first time for the program since 1961 and 62. Kyle d- Does it mean even more that this class is probably one of the winningest? It is the win- one of the winningest classes in such a long time How does that make you feel that you've left your mark here at, with Columbia?
1: Yeah, I mean you said it best I mean that we're leaving our mark here, and I think um, It's not not only a testament to both the the upper class the senior and the junior class but to the coaches as well, and I think uh our class, our senior class, really um, led the way. And especially um, the class last year that graduated helped out too. And I think um, these two seasons, hopefully both ending and winning seasons, um, really paves the way for the future. And I think that's what Coach Bagnoli wanted. And um, we're working towards it step by step. And I think uh, we continue to get better each week and each year. And it's going to keep going up from here.
0: And if you guys have any questions, where to line up? Landon's done
3: this like three or four times, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me and Markham, I mean, this will be our, our second senior day. Um, we're pretty excited about it. But, I mean, going into this game, we know that Cornell always plays us really tough. Um, for the last four years, it's always a battle. We were 8-2, and 7-2 and two last year coming into this game, and um, they played us really tough. And it was a couple bang-bang plays here and there, and it could have gone the other way. But, um we know how tough of an opponent this is, it's a rivalry game. I feel like the rivalry between us has kind of been amped up the last couple of years um, because both programs have kind of ascended a little bit and um, it's not like the, the, the games of old where it's like battling for your only win. So now it means something and um, for us like we definitely don't like Cornell, they don't like us and um, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be cold. Um, there, there's a lot of family coming in, so a lot of distractions. But I think for us, the senior class, um, it's a really mature group of guys. And uh, we know what it takes to bring a winning mentality to into a game. And um, I think it, if we just kind of lock in um, and, and play our game, look, I think we're going to get out of there with a W and be able to celebrate with our friends and family. So.
4: It's, t- it's tough sometimes um, with all the family there and stuff at that pregame, but kind of once that first whistle blows, all that kind of goes away and you get immersed in the game. And especially we have an opportunity to do something that hasn't been done here in 57 years and have a back-to-back winning season. So that's definitely kind of on the minds of all the seniors going into this game, and we have a, we have a lot to play for.
0: And offensively, you guys were able to get a couple of receivers back. Ronald Smith uh, had over 100 yards. How much easier does it make your guys' job on offense when you get some of those playmakers back? And uh, what do you expect to see out of them on Saturday?
1: I think think it just makes it a little bit more dynamic, and it keeps the defense on their toes. Um, Definitely having Ronald back um, gives us another weapon on the outside. And uh, what we already have out there, Christian Everett and – uh, KP and all the other wide receivers helping out and doing their part, uh, blocking on the outside. Especially this week, um, they weren't asked to make a whole lot of downfield plays, but they they were fighting and battling on the outside uh, each and every play to open up the holes for for me and Ty and the running backs. And um, that also um, kind of sheds light on the O line too. I mean, I think in every picture that our uh, favorite photographer took, uh, O linemen were on the ground, dirty as ever, and I just think. That, that's just a testament to what this offense is about. I mean, we're a bunch of grinders, and we're a bunch of people that get in people's face and, and fight the whole game. And I think um, the O-line had a phenomenal game, probably the best uh, best game they've had all season. And um, it was awesome after the game just being able to, to share that moment with them because they deserve all the credit for that victory and all the credit for the success that the offense had.
0: And last week, we talked a little bit about some favorite memories. Uh, I want to get Mike and Markham's kind of Two cents on these. Uh, what kind of sticks out to you, whether it's on the field or something you've been able to do just because you've been in New York City and gone to Columbia that that have stuck out in your minds?
2: Uh, wow, um, I've been able to do a lot of things. Um, one, just experiencing like the greatest city in the world. Like you really kind of take it for granted knowing that you're 15 minutes away from Times Square. Like you have all like the the best um, entertainment options out here in the city. Um, one of my favorite parts is like Columbus Circle. I'll go there, it's like you have the mall right there, you have Central Park, you know, just being in an environment that kind of lets you be whoever you want to be, lets you do whatever you want. I think it's definitely shaped my college experience, and I'm really grateful for it.
0: How about you, Mark?
4: Yeah, Like Mike said, being in the greatest city in the world is is incredible, and that's just one of the best parts about Columbia, but for me, my best memory was last year around homecoming, that the winning against Penn was something that I... When I got to Columbia and we were 0 and 24, I never thought I would feel that kind of excitement in the crowd and that, and that kind of game and that kind of environment. That was just something that I'll never forget and ch- like kind of changed my life forever, to be honest.
0: Mike, you, you know, you were talking about going to Times Square. Talk about the experience that you had to ride the subway uh, in your full <laughs> uniform for the All-31 shot a couple <laughs> weeks ago. We got a, probably a few uh, yeah. funny looks. <laughs>
2: We, we all met like at the 116th Street Station, everybody's in their uniforms. I kind of stood out the most because I had like my cleats on, I had the football, my helmet and everything. And so we're riding down there and people kind of gave us looks, but it wasn't until we actually got to Times Square. Like it was pretty cool. They had like the whole like section like blocked off. And so everybody immediately, like a lot of tourists, started taking their phones out. Oh, can I get a picture with you? Can I do, can I do this? Can I do that? And So it was really cool just, like, being with, like, different, um, like, citizens and stuff in, like, the, the Times Square area. And then on the way back, everybody's, like, seeing us walking like it was normal. You know, so they got that thought maybe, like, it was just a costume or something. But um, it was a pretty good idea. So.
0: <laughs> and the photo came out great. Uh, yeah. Check it out on social media. It's all over the GoColumbiaLines.com. Well, guys, I mean, this has been a lot of fun. I think we're going to do one more uh, next week. We're going to try to put a bow on the season. Uh, Good luck to you guys on Saturday. Columbia versus Cornell, Empire State Bowl, Senior Day, Saturday, November 17th, uh, 1 p.m. start. Get your tickets, www.gocolumbialions.com slash tickets or call 888-LIONS-11. The game's going to be broadcast live on ESPN Plus and SNY. Uh, So check us out there. Check your local listings. If you haven't signed up for ESPN Plus, it's $4.99 a month or $49.99 annually. It's cheaper than some other uh, apps you can get out there, uh, and you get a whole lot more for your money too. So visit www.espnplus.com and sign up today. Guys, thanks again for joining me. Uh, We'll talk to you one more time next week. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you.